And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Oh, Doc Manson, not Doc Manson, how are you today? I don't really feel like harmonizing DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. That That's okay, you're a little uh, under the weather, you, you, you're taking <clears throat> your turn. Yeah, everybody gets a turn. That's what happens when, when all of a sudden everyone comes back to campus and infects you with their germs and you're working crazy hours. Well, I was sort of hoping that I was going to make it through this season. Uh, without coming down with such an affliction, but... Sure. Eh, it was too much to hope for. It's good to hope. Hope is a good thing, maybe the best thing. And no good thing ever dies, so says Shawshank Redemption. <clears throat> um, so, you know, you mentioned to me before we recorded that you've been home for a little bit. You just fell asleep at the microphone. Uh, what does Doc Manson like to do when he is homesick, I suppose it did sleep. Is that what you did? Mostly, Just- um, mostly sleep. Almost nothing productive. I spent a little bit of time working on the mystery project, which I have sure. shared with you know our patrons. If you're interested in learning more, barely anything more about the mystery project, feel free to uh, check out. Patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling. Uh, I've made a post there. Excellent. But yeah, I mean, I did a little bit of that, but not much. And uh, I don't know. Like, I mostly just wandered the house listening to podcasts. Like, honestly, I didn't watch any television. I didn't watch any movies. I'm imagining you like flannel pants, oversized slippers, and like Long John style white long sleeve t-shirt. Hair disheveled, just kind of like walking into a room, looking around, maybe like picking up one thing, debating, putting it in its proper place, putting it back down, <laughs> going I mean, into the not, kitchen. You're not far off. You're I, really I, not far off. I think I think when I've li- when I've lived with you for four years, it's been a while yeah. since that. But I, I do think I, I get the general idea, and a lot of that is very similar to how I handle sick days and again it depends on the severity of the sickness i've never been good at sleeping during the day when i'm sick but i do a lot of just yeah uh, so like i will i'll i will like get into bed but i don't necessarily get do a lot of sleeping i I sort of just lay there which is relaxing in its own right but yeah Mm -hmm. i suppose it's not technically sleeping no but i get what you're saying I get I get how that works. Uh yeah. <clears throat> I do a lot of, you know, if I if I'm if it's just a cold and it's like my brain is clogged, I I will just, you know, play a video game for 8 hours or put something on the TV. When it's like stomach upset, you know, that's a totally different can of worms, so to speak, but well, I hope that you are uh on the mend. Definitely. Will you be returning to work tomorrow? I returned today, actually. Oh, okay. So uh, earlier did, this week, you were home. Yeah, the last two days. I went to work today. Got it. Uh, random question for you. 
off to what would be your right, I'm assuming. Is that a giant box in front of the chair? Is that part of your desk? No. No. Yeah. Like, what's directly to your right? No. To your right. That. What is that box over there? What box? Maybe it's just part of your desk. There's something like tan, like just to your right. Oh, way over there? Yes. Oh, that's like a cabinet. It's just a... Okay. Like a that's cabinet. how that's how much okay, that's how much I can see is I was huh. like, Oh, <clears throat> maybe you're gonna do an unboxing and no. like open some great package that you got. This is a good radio. <laughs> what is that box? <laughs> to your right. No. The, What's in the right? box? What's in the box? <laughs> is it Gwen Paltrow's head? I hope not. Uh, Spoilers. I can hope. Um Well let's see. I don't know. I feel like you know, I sat down. It's been a rough week. I should have taken a mental health day, uh, but I tried to push through, and I've at least made it till Friday. But um, been a bit of a crazy week. Been a crazy week in the world of wrestling. I know you're just super interested in what's going on in the world of wrestling. Tell Kevin me Owens all is- about those folks in their spandex. Kevin Owens is back and has been inserted into the fast lane main event because Vince McMahon is now playing what every smart wrestling fan online thinks Vince McMahon is. He's now just playing that character, which is clever. Okay. Um, so now Charlotte has replaced Becky. Yes. And Kevin Owens has replaced someone. Or has been added. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. It was supposed to be Kofi Kingston wrestling Daniel Bryan. <coughs> And they were at the contract signing. Kofi's about to, you know, put his John Hancock down. And Vince McMahon comes out and goes, I, I don't like this. There's someone who is more deserving. And it is Kevin Owens. And then Kevin Owens came out and signed it. Which in my head, I'm like, Kofi, j- just sign it. Like, <clears throat> he's got to get all the way down to the ring. Like, you've got time. Just put your name on the contract. But how do you think the brand split police feel about Kevin Owens showing up on SmackDown? I think once you're injured for a serious amount of time, I'm assuming that you're allowed to return to whatever brand you like. But I also am of the belief that the brand split, my apologies to the brand split police, it's winding down. Like, you know, Raw was the more exciting show. Roman Reigns is cancer free. Batista is back and beat up Ric Flair. Ronda Rousey has seemingly surrendered the Raw women's title if he doesn't, if she doesn't get her match with Becky Lynch, which makes me wonder if we're just moving to one women's title, one women's singles belt, one women's tag team belt. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. I don't so. Know. It was a very exciting week in the world of wrestling. I am just not particularly excited at the moment. Okay. Um, but you feel like the road to WrestleMania is um, good? Well, it, it, it would make all the sense in the world for me if Vince McMahon is playing this character. He's going to show up on Monday and say, Seth Rollins, I don't want you to wrestle Brock Lesnar. I want Roman Reigns to wrestle Brock Lesnar. <clears throat> and then we get, of course, the, you know, the, the results of that. It's certainly exciting. 
I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. The fact that he's going to wrestle Daniel Bryan is awesome. Um, I didn't expect to want to watch a Batista Triple H match, but now I kind of do. Even though well, it's 2019. He beat up an old man. <laughs> just the character he played. Like, he wasn't even at the the birthday celebration. You know, Ricky Steamboat's there and Sting is there. And all of a sudden, they're like, all right, it's the nature boy. And you go backstage and Batista's dragging a cameraman over to Ric Flair's locker room door, kicking open the door, beating him up in the locker room and dragging his body around and then looks at the camera and is like, do I have your attention now, Hunter? Huh? And All right. again, I was like, okay, I'm in. And, you know, tr- you know, Triple H, of course, runs <coughs> backstage to check on Ric Flair. Who My is father! Kind of. So, uh, you know, it was a, it was, it's, it was a more interesting story, a far more interesting story than I expected it to be. Um, this is where I make people hate me. The fact that Roman Reigns was only gone for four months, I certainly believe he has leukemia. I certainly believe it is in remission. But we're making it out like, you know, oh my goodness, wrestling is saved. I'm like, he was gone four months. <clears throat> like, people are have neck surgeries and are out for a year or 18 months. He was gone for four. Well, I... It's hard for me to comment because I'm not watching at all. But I, sure. I don't think people are necessarily excited that he's back to save wrestling. I would think that they are just simply excited that... That he's healthy? That he that he was able to kick cancer's ass so handily, it would seem. Don't I get me wrong. I'm that sure is probably yeah, right. I suppose that is probably more of what people are excited about. You know, I don't think anyone is really hoping that we get another Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match at uh, WrestleMania. <clears throat> I was just in my mind. I was like again. The people who were saying, oh, it was totally a work to get Roman Reigns over. No. 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 But at the same time, I'm like, I do understand, you know, I do understand how someone could think that. We assume that fighting cancer is like months, if not years in the making, and he comes back looking different. He certainly looked like he hadn't been working out three hours a day every day, but he did the Superman punch. He did the spear. Yeah, so. I mean, to your point, cancer looks like a lot of things. Yes. So you can't really, you have this image in your mind of what a cancer patient is supposed to look like. Sure. But that's not it. That's not necessarily accurate. <clears throat> and now, you know, the Dean Ambrose heel turn that kind of wasn't is now probably no longer because he was saved by... Roman and Seth, so it looks like we're going to get another S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. <clears throat> the last Strowman. one. Braun Strowman. Well, yeah, probably. Uh, Braun Strowman might be kind of replacing Dean Ambrose. In the maybe. S.H.I.E.L.D.? I'm, the rumor is that at Fastlane, we're going to get the S.H.I.E.L.D. and Braun Strowman versus Corbin, Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and Elias. That is quite the pairings. So, 
you know, at least what it looks like if all of a sudden these four guys are there and then one of them, Dean Ambrose, disappears. That makes it look like, well, now the shield is Strowman, Reigns, and Rollins. But that doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is. It's very interesting. They're, you know, wrestling is very compelling. People are really, you know, getting into it. Um, the how do NXT's, you think? Uh, yes. How do you think Drew McIntyre feels being paired up with somebody who actually plays the guitar this time? <laughs> uh, you know, it's a it's a different four man band. This is like the four man band at your office karaoke party. I see Corbin as more of like the 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 manager. You know, the the, the sort of sleazy, best um, sure. wearing manager. Yeah. I guess Apollo is, or not Apollo, uh, Lashley. <laughs> Apollo Lashley? Wait, what about Leo? Where's Leo? He'll be there. Oh. It's possible that it's possible that Finn Balor will join the Shield team, and Leo Rush will join the Lashley team, and it'll be five on five. The last thing, I, re- I don't remember where I saw this. It must have been something out of the last pay-per-view i thought i saw lashley and leo were not friends yeah that that's over now they're 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 okay again okay just good good to see the weekly continuity of storytelling has not improved one bit that's good to know i think that if you were to watch you would enjoy parts of it and i think you would still have you know the problems in wwe have not necessarily been fixed but there are other things now, you know, there is a little bit more effort in some of the storylines, not all so of them. How much longer until, because I, I mean, I presume, is Vince McMahon at odds with Stephanie and Hunter? Not with these decisions yet. he's been making? Not yet, but I could very easily see a storyline happening where essentially Shane and Stephanie need to start having on-screen conversations. Is dad out of touch? Is he not? You know, I think they're going to take life and put it into their art. Is Vince McMahon not able to handle this? Because the what I read is that... The problem is it's going to turn into the Principal Skinner meme, and it's going to become, no, it's the the children who are wrong. And just like every other McMahon storyline that's ever been told, Hunter and Stephanie will side with Vince, ultimately. Right? I No. So here's, here's some of the information that, that I am aware of. Vince McMahon on camera is starting to do things directly counter to what Stephanie and Triple H are doing. <clears throat> Stephanie and Triple H and Shane are in... Oh, no, not Triple H. Just Stephanie and Shane are in the ring for the contract signing. Vince comes out and changes it. Stephanie and Shane, obviously not a part of it. Um, Or so it seems. I also know, or at least I believe I know, that Vince McMahon has said he himself is going to spearhead the XFL in 2020. Or so it seems. So I could easily see one of the major storylines of the next 8 to 12 months is Vince is out of touch. We need to slowly start trying to get control of this show 
so that in 2020, if he does put all of his focus into the XFL, <clears throat> actually, Stephanie and Paul Levesque are now running WWE. So which one uh, of, you know, the heirs apparent are going to be the one to take Vince behind the uh, old shack with the shotgun? Who's actually going to put <coughs> down old Yeller? I'm assuming they're going to just blow up his limo again because he's mm. already died once. But that Remember would that be a time that story. the SEC was mad that Vince McMahon faked his death on television because yes. there, there was an uproar about how that would affect their stocks? Now I'm just imagining a great, like, end of Raw where, like, Shane's like, come on, Dad, let's go home. And they're, like, walking, and they disappear, and all you hear is a single gunshot, and then they just fade. <laughs> and next week's show begins with, like, a memorial package. Yeah. I mean, you gotta end it. You gotta end the McMahon era somehow. That's one way to do it. His in-memorial picture is just his mugshot with the snaggle tooth. <laughs> Oh, that's a good picture. Almost as good as Becky Lynch's mugshot pictures. I don't even know what's going on anymore with that. I'll tell you what's going on with that. They're taking something super simple that's over with the fans, requires absolutely zero touch, and they're just fucking with it because they don't know how to leave well enough alone. I don't know. Rhonda's taking to Twitter and making all sorts of, you know, as a teacher, and of course I'm reading this in a school, as a teacher, I cringe because I know there are going to be youngsters, both male and female, who are watching this story and paying attention. And if they see some of these things that these two are saying to each other on Twitter, and it's the same is true for any guys that are saying things to each other on Twitter. <clears throat> I'm like, this This is not the kind of role models I would like my students to be to be finding in the world. So, you know, Ronda Rousey talking about how the disarmor doesn't work as a submission move. You just like it because it makes it look like you have a dick. It's like, uh... Was that a tweet? Check her Twitter from today. Wait, I'll check it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I All just right. got docked. I I'm just got Raw to resubscribe. <laughs> I'm back in, folks. Back in. She might have. She might have deleted it. Actually, yeah, that seems like one. That seems like one that maybe they would have said. Ah, no. Okay. Double no, R. Maybe we could. Uh, maybe we could bring it in a little. Oh, well, maybe. You think anybody calls her the Double R? Double R. Yeah. Makes me think of the Double R Diner. Twin she Peaks. might have deleted it. I don't know what that is. I hate you. Uh, okay, so let's see. Should I read the whole thing? Okay. <clears throat> Becky Lynch, February 26th. Rhonda, you go back and get that belt, because I didn't come this far to collect it from Stephanie. Actually, she wrote Stephane. I came all this way to take it from you, and there's a picture of her mugshot. Rhonda. That's what I'm trying to do, dumbass. You hobbling around, <laughs> you hobbling around, trying to be a ginger crutch ninja, and taking. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that so, again. 
That's what I'm trying to do, dumbass. Remember, I'm reading tweets, so if I I'm know, cursing, I know, I'm aware. I'm just letting everyone know. Uh, you hobbling around, trying to be a ginger crutch ninja. What the fuck <laughs> is a ginger crutch ninja? So at the elimination chamber, Becky came out and attacked yeah. both Charlotte with her crutch. I'm aware, so, but what the hell is a ginger crutch ninja? I've never heard redhead. any of those terms slapped <laughs> together before. A redhead who is using crutches, I guess. And taking fake prison photos in the hallway isn't helping. Well, I agree with the prison photo comment. Becky Lynch responds, keep that F word out of your mouth and concentrate on getting better at this business instead of trying to remain above it. Looking forward to seeing you real soon. Rhonda, F word? You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical BS armbar that doesn't even work and just looks like you're holding the dick you wish you had. Becky. Is <coughs> huh. Oh boy, this it just keeps going. Like it does look exactly like one now that you mention it, and she has photoshopped the head of Rhonda's boyfriend slash fiance slash husband onto the hand of the arm in the disarmor. Do you remember back? Mm, oh, I don't know. This was probably two months ago around the DDT Awards, possibly at the DDT Awards, where I lamented. Uh, superstars continued use of Twitter to snipe at each other. Yes. I take it all back. Ginger <laughs> Crutch Ninja and the Dick Disarmor rectifies everything, DC. It's, it's glorious. Our glorious future is here. Rhonda responds, apparently. Oh, it's going. not over yet. It keeps Rebecca, going. Qu Rebecca Quinn, using real names now. I don't care what the script says. I'm beating the living shit out of you the next time I see you. Real. You know it's real because she swore in the PG era. It's real, DC. You can't hold back the double R. She's all fury. Like I said, it's just... Think of the children. <sighs> That's kind of what Won't I'm doing, and I know I'm a role model. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what's going on in that storyline. Yeah. <clears throat> so what I said before, I think, still applies. They're just trying too hard. They are. They are. They are. They are. But regardless, hey, like it'll I be said, a good match. It'll be a good match, whatever it is. I'm, you know, again, I'm, I'm taking this to the nth degree, but if Ronda really gets rid of her title, like, you could feasibly see a world in which it's Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte versus Asuka for the one Yeah, no, that's title. not happening. That's not happening. You, well, you, your little armchair booking... I understand. Just, your brain has gone too far with that. But the, the question becomes, and, you know, you're, who does Asuka wrestle if... Oh, Carmella, Charlotte clearly. And, or Naomi. No, or no, Mandy Carmella. Rose. There's only uh, one who's worthy of the stage of WrestleMania. I suppose. I don't know. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I didn't watch a lot, despite the fact that I just talked about it all. I, I didn't watch a lot of wrestling this week. Um, 
I caught up on NXT and NXT UK, which is good. Jazzy Gabbert, Jazzy Jazzy Gabbert signed with NXT UK. All right, she's healthy. That's good news. That is good news. Which reminds me, Doc Manson, Hmm. if I asked you to pick a a number between 1 and 671. It is done. What number are you picking? 670. 670. If you, Doc Manson, do you remember in NXT, do you remember the tag team <clears throat> that I think was called the Legionnaires, Sylvester Lafort and Marcus Lewis Louis? No, I don't. Um, one of them got their head shaved by Enzo Amore and Big Cass years ago. Mm, wait. And then he went around like like he was a freak or something? Yes. What was the guy's name again? Marcus Marcus Louis. Yeah, okay. I do remember that. And Sylvester Lafour. Okay. If you hypothetically, uh-huh, hypothetically, we're going to put those that team. Have I just on, been tricked? On a list. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Where would you put them? Probably towards the end of that list. <laughs> uh I was thinking about it and <clears throat> I, I honestly mean this. I was like I said to myself, self not a lot happened this week. Maybe we'll do a, a, a pick or two from the list. And then, of course, as I'm looking at the names going, oh, wait, Roman came back. Oh, wait, Batista came back. Oh, wait, Kevin Owens came back. Oh, man, a lot happened this week. <laughs> but this is the only way we're going to do it until – see, again, now, granted, I had taken a bunch of time off and you were sick. But I'm like, if I know ahead of time that you're not going to work, I will come over and just bulk record a bunch of shows. But – uh the Legionnaires, you know, we have a list there, folks. Uh, we used to have a show, and we will again someday, where we are trying to rank the greatest wrestlers of all time. We currently have 302 names on that list, uh, ranging from who is the last person? Is it Vic Grimes? Vic Grimes at number 302, all the way up to The Undertaker, the greatest wrestler of all time. Hmm. Are you have you already subscribed to Dead Man Talking? No. Are you going to listen? Would you listen to an Undertaker podcast? No. I hope it's really just Mark and Michelle McCool just talking about life. Me too. What's going on? What's going on this week, honey? I don't know. Kids are doing something. Yeah. Not interested, thanks. So uh I'm going to just give you uh, some teams because I have a feeling you haven't brought up the list. That's fine. I'll, I'll man this. Um, would not. you rather <clears throat> have the Revival, the current Raw Tag Team yes. Champions? Okay. Would you rather have Hideo Itami or no. the Legionnaires? Which I'll one? take the Legionnaires. Luchasaurus or the Legionnaires? Mm, Luchasaurus. Uh, staying with Lucha Underground, Mr. Cisco or the Mr. Cisco all day long. Tamina or the Legionnaires. About equal. Okay. So Hideo Itami was at 208. Tamina's at 214. The it Mean seems- Street Posse or the Legionnaires. Uh, the Mean Street Posse. 
The Highlanders or the Legionnaires? Ah, uh, the Highlanders for sure. <laughs> Baron Corbin or the Legionnaires? Um, I don't really like Baron Corbin at all. But I mean, I guess he did things. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. Baron Corbin. Uh, would you put the Legionnaires above the Horner line, which is currently at 239? I don't think I would. All right. Where would you put them? <laughs> Do you want to narrow um, this down for me? <laughs> well, I was trying to, except you said Hideo Itami, which is 30 spots above the Horner line. Yeah, well, I think Hideo Itami probably needs to be reconciled at some point. When we get to 30 episodes of this show sometime in 2026. Yeah, you know. Um, this team popped up as I was scrolling down, and this seems accurate to me. The Legionnaires, to me, are kind of like the Basham Brothers. Ooh, but the Basham Brothers had cool helmets. Did they? Yeah, for a while they were uh, Paul Heyman's uh, lackeys on the new ECW. They never actually officially announced them as the Basham Brothers, but they were the but Basham Brothers. That's who Brothers. they were? Good yeah. to know. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with the Basham Brothers, I think. Although that LaRue guy, or Louis, rather. Um, that character his... had some. Yeah, it was all right. I kept waiting for a feud between Tyler Breeze and Marcus Louis, who thinks he's a freak and yeah. goes after the pretty, you know. Whatever happened to Marcus <clears throat> Louis? Is he still employed? Or They both went to TNA, I oh, believe. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. I remember him being um, promising, but, I mean, never did anything to stand out, really. In in 2016, they both showed up. <clears throat> One of them, um, Sylvester Lafort, was renamed Basile Baraka. I guess like the Mortal Kombat character. Um, and I think Marcus Louis went by Baron Dax. Nodding, uh, and aligned nodding. with and aligned with Al Snow. Oh hell I know. yes! I I actually think I know who they are. Then I didn't realize that's who they were. They but... are the Tribunal. Yeah, okay. I remember them with Al Snow. I watched a little bit of them when I was watching a bit of TNA. I didn't realize that was them. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they suck, but uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're not terrible, but. It's it's one of those things. It's like you know they're they're just yeah they're just guys yeah they're guys. Sometimes you need creative wrestler guys. So I'm gonna say, but see, here's the thing: like Phi Delta Slam, I like Phi Delta Slam more than I like the Legionnaires. I have to agree. I at least know what Phi Delta Slam looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mason Ryan's at 284. Oh, Mason Ryan was so good. <laughs> So good at 284. So good. I'm going to put them at 287, just below Roadblock, the guy who carried traffic signs to the ring. Okay. Yeah. That's that's interesting. All right. So uh, let us know, either podcast at ddtwrestling.com or uh, send us a tweet at Doc Manson at the DC Matthews. Yeah, at Doc Manson. Send a tweet to at Doc Manson. (laughs) 
That's going to get a lot of attention. I believe you me. How much support would you need? Like, how many tweets would you need to get before you'd be like, okay, we need to start listing again? Oh, at least two. <laughs> and then have to be from separate people. I think we can do that. And you don't count. <laughs> I, I won't do it. <laughs> All right. We do have emails. <clears throat> it is not a baker's dozen this week, but you can't always have a baker's dozen. A baker's you just get used dozen. to it. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. Our first email comes from Danielle, and it's titled Social Media. Hello. Let Ewing. me know at any point if you want me to read these since you're not feeling well. But go ahead. Viewing little life <laughs> things in a bit of positivity can go a long way true when my car was just doing its own thing all the tests did was prove that it's operational and works fine so after all that money spent i'm glad there's nothing i have to worry about in the future no work today since the roads are icy and no one took today's storm as serious as they should have should have have i have a conference with my professor in 15... That was my mistake, not not Danielle's. Danielle. That, that's not actually a contraction, though, right? That's like not officially recognized contraction. Should have. It's not one I... It's not well, a proper contraction, right? I don't believe so, but... But should have I'll, is correct. I'll look should that up while you keep correct, reading. Right? Yeah. I have a conference with my professor in 15 minutes. And I'm trying to think of a question. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. What's the most annoying thing you've seen on social media lately? I had a friend in high school make a series, a serious, a series of posts, just like above, with adding several periods and no words, and that was funny at first until everyone followed the quarterback's lead and then your timeline would be consumed with periods. I can also think of certain social media things that I don't participate with anymore when they became too time-consuming. Like title replacement things. Like the name of your novel is the item on your left, the color of your shoes you have on, and the last text you sent. The examples are endless. Cheers, Danielle. P.S. When is y'all's spring break? Mine's the 18th through the 22nd, which is later than everyone else. I wish spring break was in April to go with Easter, but then it's too late in the semester and right around test season. When is your spring break? Isn't it like two weeks from now? It's the 18th through the 22nd. Well, so well, you're not you later than everyone else. <laughs> uh, mine is in April. <clears throat> we don't get a spring break. We get our April break, which is nice because I don't work on my birthday. I rarely work on my birthday. I believe my birthday is Easter this year. It is. Hmm. How and do you so feel it, about that? I'm fine. Uh, I always thought it was a little weird, though, because, I mean, as Danielle says... Why not have spring break in Easter? I mean, obviously, Easter tends to move around in April. Sometimes it's the it beginning does. of April. Sometimes, sometimes it's the end of March. Right. Exactly. But um, the thing is, like, in the fall semester, we do have 
at least some universities anyways, have a prolonged Thanksgiving break. Like, sure. And that happens like the week before the last week of class. So yeah. it really wouldn't... And that happens every semester, at least again, at some sure. institutions. So I, I actually don't think it would be that weird to have a spring break late in April. It would just actually sort of mirror what happens in the fall. I don't know. Just an object. Um, what is the most annoying thing I've seen on social media today? I don't know if it counts as social media, <clears throat> but we had to have a conversation at work today about Momo. I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm probably happier not knowing what a Momo is. Okay. Who or what is a Momo? Ruin um, my happiness, DC. For the sake of the audience, ruin my I happiness. I will read to you from an email I got three hours ago about this. Right. Uh, we would like to make you all aware of a disturbing social media trend called the Momo Challenge that has caused concern across the globe. Through the apps Facebook, YouTube, or WhatsApp, I'd like to know, I'd like to point out I have no idea what WhatsApp is. <clears throat> Children are being lured. It's a, a texting app, a secure texting app. Like Facebook Messenger, to- just not connected to Facebook. Extremely popular overseas, but not so much here in the States. Got it. Children are being lured by a fictional character called Also, Momo. it's owned by Facebook now. Just FYI. So all of you who think all your texts are safe using WhatsApp, they're not. Just like Instagram, also owned by Facebook. So there you go. Sorry, as you were saying. Momo encourages a participant to complete various tasks if they want okay. to avoid being cursed. Oh, it sounds Some like TaskRabbit. Instead of getting paid, you just don't get cursed. Some of the tasks include self-harm which Momo asks the participant to provide photographic evidence of in order to continue the game. Who is Momo? I don't know. Ultimately, the game ends with Momo telling the participant to take their own life and record it for social media. Okay, this sounds like a bad um, creepypasta on Reddit as opposed to anything that's real. So what, you know... This was sent to staff and then to to parents, just letting people know about it. But from the discussion that I heard, <clears throat> it's one of those things that happened a little bit, and then people freaked out about it, and a lot of parents are sharing information on it on social media. So it's almost more of a problem with parents and less with the actual children. Except now the children are aware of it, so yeah, you've now made yourself a great problem. Um, here's something else social media that I heard about that I think it's along the same lines as the Momo challenge, I think. Well, not really, but sort of. Um, I think this is a real thing. I don't know about the Momo thing. Um, the 48 hour challenge. Have you heard of this one? Um, it doesn't ring a bell. Basically, it's again, popular with school kids, I guess, teenagers. What you do is is you leave your cell phone at home and you disappear for 48 hours. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You try to, make to convince. It sound like to make people that you're dead. Right. And the more mentions on social media you get for people presumably trying to find you, uh, the more points you score and therefore you win. Compared to your other loser friends, apparently. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I obviously like social media. I have now I think created... social media enables some wonderful things, but I think it also enables the basest 
of terrible human instincts. Absolutely. For example, I hate wrestling. It's all bad. For example, at Conquest 19. Go ahead. Follow the immortal Red Guard as he documents his adventures through Skyrim. Do you think it's possible that that account could be blocked by more people than follow it? Well, right now I have 12 followers. So, So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I think Khan should get himself an office job, but be pining for the wilderness of Skyrim. I would like to know what well, he does. Well, here's the thing I thought of. Like, I went through the process of creating this account for Khan, and then I went, well, what happens when I'm done You're playing Khan? the game? Like, I might have to see if I can find other games in which I can create a character, and Khan will just jump from Skyrim to another game and play that. But he won't be immortal. I'm sensing a return to World of Warcraft. Oh, man. Uh, I'll boot up Lokiron. You can start up (laughs) Khan. No. If you're you're booting up Lokiron, Thunderbeast (laughs) is returning. Yes! Um, Just so you know, Danielle, the name of my novel would be The Water Bottle with No Thumbs Up Emoji. For that is the item on my left. I don't have any shoes on at the moment. And that was the last text I sent. Mine uh, would be... <laughs> garbage pail. Socks. I'm happy to whenever. <laughs> garbage pail socks. I'm happy to whenever. Fair enough. Our next email comes from Mitchell, Peace of Positivity. I'm not sure if this is a first or not, but I thought as a bestie I would email in my Peace of Positivity for the week. You can always email in your Peace of Positivity. Pokemon Generation 8 was announced this week. Pokemon Sword and Shield, which means a new region to explore, lots of new Pokemon to discover, and new plots to unfold. The games will be the first core series entries on a home console in the franchise's history. I don't know what a home console is. I also don't not sure. The Nintendo Switch, ah, as opposed to one of Nintendo's handheld consoles like the DS, 3DS, etc. The Let's Go games sort of did this, but these titles abandoned many core features, pre-established canon, and previous art style. So they're kind of their own thing. Correct. These will maintain the direction Pokemon has been following since 96, and I couldn't be more excited. The game, from what I've seen so far, is gorgeous, and I'm holding out hope they'll tweak and refine the parts of the series I'm not too hot on while maintaining what I've fallen in love with. Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild both set a new standard of excellence for their series on the Switch. Now it's my favorite franchise's turn. All aboard the hype train. Since I know you both know next to nothing with Pokemon, and I'd like to at least have something to discuss, or I'd like you to have at least something to discuss, I've attached a picture of the new starter Pokemon you'll get to choose from in the game. There is Grookey, Scorbunny, and Subble. I'll have you know, I just made a reference to Pokemon today. I told my wife that if she were a Pokemon, she would be a Jigglypuff. 
the fact that she hasn't poisoned you somehow <laughs> is remarkable. She didn't ask, but if she had asked what Pokemon I was, I was going to reply with a Squirtle. And and me. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> Please tell You're... me I'm Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me Google Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, that's totally me. <laughs> Would you Google a picture of Bulbasaur, please? <laughs> I know what Bulbasaur know? looks like. You're right. <laughs> I just need a giant green piece of garlic on my back, and I'll be all set. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Mitchell Monroe, thank you for that. This reminds me, uh, you know, there, there's a, a math game called Prodigy that is big in my school. And they start out, it's very similar to Pokemon. They start out with pets. They're collecting pets. They're evolving pets. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, Kevin Johnson. We haven't heard from Kevin in a while. And it says afternoon. Good afternoon, chaps. Sorry for lack of emails recently. I have been stupidly busy with work and also had a long weekend pop over to sunny Orlando. Whilst there, a group of us went to two sporting events, Orlando Magic Basketball and Daytona 500. What was the second sporting event? Christ the bloody life! The American sports like to drag things out, don't they? They all seem to stop every time someone needed to fart or rest. This results in a three minutes on the clock lasting 15. I wonder if you guys could take something from our great British sports. We have 80 minutes of rugby and 90 for football. We don't stop to have a chat every 30 seconds and a timeout. We just get on with it. Is advertising so heavily focused in sport as each stop in play, there was a sponsor advert played? Is that what pays the players' wages? Or is the league sponsors as a whole? Anyhow, back to budgets. Thanks, Kev. I have, I have said that. I actually had this conversation with my wife at the Super Bowl because it's, you know, they pause and there's timeouts and stuff. And I said, I wish they adopted <clears throat> a, what we would call soccer and the rest of the world would call football approach. It's 90 minutes and the clock starts and it doesn't stop. I don't believe ever, or at least not, not as often as with all the timeouts and such. Um, it's definitely a money thing. You know, the, the reason that these networks are paying millions upon millions, almost billions of dollars for this, these sports is because then they can then sell ad time. So, yeah, I don't yeah. watch sports because they're it's, all boring. It's definitely a financial thing. But if I had to, if you had to go to one sporting event, don't call, don't say WrestleMania, no wrestling. If you had to go to a, a quote unquote legitimate sporting event, what would you go to? Um, if I had to choose right now, women's volleyball. Beach or indoor? Either. There's a part of me that has, realistically, I'd go to see a hockey game. Mm, Not a bad choice. 
Yeah. I enjoy going to, uh, you know, baseball games, but it is so relaxed that you're just going to be kind of outside and chatting with whoever you go with and, you know, eating yeah, hot Yeah, I've been dogs. to baseball games when I was younger. I kind of just remember it as being like a day outside and I got to eat a hot dog that was like, that's, you know, $1,000. That's That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know. Our next email is from Bosk. Factions. Hello, DC and Doc. Question. What faction would you join or create? Who would you feud with? Fun podcast as always. Best to you and yours. Bosk. Sent from my iPhone. Best to you as well. Our I would create the DDT Besties faction. And I would feud with Liam. I'd like to point out. That if you go to NewAgeInsiders.com, and if you click on the affiliate shows, there's now the For the Pops podcast. There's now the Let the Chaos Begin podcast. And then there's the podcast, The Zookeeper's Voice. Do you know what The Zookeeper's Voice is? Hosted by Danny Grassi, a.k.a. Has... Neville's girlfriend. Who? Bill Neville, oh. producer of the New Age Insiders. His girlfriend has a podcast that is now listed on the affiliates. But what about DDT? So the question is, do we just do I ask again and say, hey, I noticed that now this is happening, or do we just say, hey... Do we just quietly ride into the sunset? Like, do do I send a message to Jason and just say, hey, want to thank you guys for the opportunity. We were happy to we be affiliates. We squandered it terribly. We were happy That's to be affiliates. With all of our... <laughs> I don't we know, happy, man. We were happy to be affiliates when we were... You know, clearly we're not because you've added another podcast since then, since I mentioned it to you that we weren't there. In fairness, I'm sure Bill Neville probably has a little more motivation to get the Zookeeper podcast up and listed than he does, you know, our shit show. So what I need from you, <laughs> besties, is I because they've done it for me. I need you. To message at New Age Insiders, at Bill Neville NAI. You can borrow, bother Liam, too, at Liam NAI, and say, hey, where is DDT Podcast on the affiliates page? You can do it nicely. We don't need you to be mean to them. But just say, hey, why don't I see it? Where while did you're it at go? It, give them an old Doc for Hall of Fame hashtag, too. Yes. Yes. It should say something like, at New Age Insiders. Just curious why DDT Podcast is not on the affiliate page on NewAgeInsiders.com. Thanks. Hashtag Doc for Hall of Fame. I think that sounds like a good message. I think so. I think so, too. All right. Um, what faction would we join or create? You're, you're creating a faction to feud with Liam. That makes sense. Uh, I am creating the... Hmm, I need a good... The Positivity Posse. And uh, we're feuding with anyone who is overly negative on Twitter. Our last email comes from Ch. And it's called Face Mania. Hey, guys, with Mania season starting to take shape, three of the main events 
seem to be across the line. Ronda v. Becky v. Charlotte, Brock v. Rollins, Ryan or KO versus Kofi. Wrestling Twitter seems pretty convinced that all the faces will come away and Vince is going to give us a host of feel-good moments. You think Becky, Seth, and Kofi all come out of Mania as champions? If not, which face comes up short? All the best. Che, set for my Samsung Galaxy smartphone. I do think we will get a lot more feel-good moments than we than we have in the past, but I do think some of that is just perception. I think we've had them before, but everyone's going to be like, yes, everything is great now. Wrestling has been so good. We got everything we wanted. Um, of those three, the one that is most likely not to win is Seth Rollins. I agree. I could very easily see Brock Lesnar winning or some sort of strange, you know... This is revenge from WrestleMania 31, where Roman comes out and somehow is able to cash in something and wins the title. So they could get you. They could be like, "Look, Becky Lynch won, Kofi Kingston won, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm make cashing Roman in Reigns. my cancer in a suitcase." <laughs> Shouldn't throw that at people. <laughs> I was going to say, this This podcast was easily called Squirtle and Bulbasaur. <laughs> now I'm not so sure. Cancer in a suitcase. <laughs> Are we allowed to put that as a title? <laughs> All right. Um, thank you for the emails, Danielle and Mitchell and Kevin and... Oh. Mitchell sent... I don't know. Never mind. Um, Danielle and Mitchell and Kevin and Bosk and Che Doc Manson do you have a piece of positivity for the week oh and we're at that point already okay we are we're, we're um, approaching the hour mark yeah you know what I do have a piece of positivity it is that we finally have a date for the return of Joe Bob Briggs He's going to be having a weekly double feature on Shudder, um, and it is starting on Friday, May... No, I'm sorry, Friday, March 29th, every Friday night, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern, uh, running for nine uh, weeks, I think, going till May 24th. That's five weeks away. The drive-in will never die. Uh, I'm going to go with a podcast, and by hearing the name, you might think this isn't very positive, but it's a very good podcast, and I recommend listening to it, and it's called Mobituaries. Uh, if you're familiar with Mo Rocca, who was a guy on The Daily Show for a while, then he did like CBS Sunday Morning for a little bit, um, but he's a personality. He's on NPR sometimes, but he does a show that is just kind of interesting things. He talked about... The first episode was um, the guy named Von Meter, who was a JFK impersonator, and how he was on top of the world until JFK was killed, and then his career just plummeted. Um, talked about what happens when like sitcom stars disappear, when Judy Winslow gets sent upstairs and never comes back again. So you know, interesting topics. There's it, it just started, so there's you know, there's probably. Five or six in the hopper, I would say. But I'm enjoying it. It's a new podcast on my uh, 
Weekly Q. What was it called again? Mobituaries. Mobituaries. Like right. obituaries, but hosted but by a guy Mo. named Mo. All right. So Mobituaries and The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs. Mo Very and Joe. Nice. Reminds me of my favorite Mo and Joe joke, but we don't have time to tell it because it's very long. Um, let's see. Anything else major on your mind before we head into the wrap-up? Sorry I sprung the piece of positivity on you. Anything we you wished we discussed that we haven't yet? No, I'm, 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 I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. All right. Anything else you'd like to say then, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? If you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air... You can do so by sending a message to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to this episode by going to ddtpod.com or by going to your podcast repository of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling and put up with just a couple of bucks. It helps financially support DDT Wrestling. You know, keeps the lights on, keeps the podcast chugging. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our besties? Happy March, people. <laughs>